0: So we find out, after all this time, California Governor Gavin Newsom has had his thumb on Activision's side of the scale. For April 14th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, Bungie is going all digital. We'll tell you what that means. Plus, the creator of the Final Fantasy series shares his story of deep, deep addiction. As of Tuesday night, Assistant Chief Counsel to the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, Melanie Proctor, has resigned from her position. This is in protest of California's Governor Gavin Newsom allegedly interfering with the current Activision Blizzard lawsuit that the DFEH is heading. According to Bloomberg's report on this situation, Governor Newsom fired the DFEH's chief counsel, Jeanette Wiper, which prompted Proctor's resignation. Proctor and Wiper were also removed from the Activision Blizzard lawsuit a month ago without any explanation. Proctor also issued an email to staff Tuesday night, which reads, quote, The office of the governor repeatedly demanded advance notice of litigation strategy and the next steps in the litigation. As we continued to win in state court, this interference increased, mimicking the interests of Activision's counsel. Bloomberg also reported that Wiper is considering filing a claim under the California Whistleblowers Protection Act. Bloomberg reached out to Newsom's office for comment and was directed to the DFEH. The DFEH declined to comment on personnel issues. Activision Blizzard was also contacted to comment on these new allegations, but haven't returned the request for comment. Overall this debacle has way more twists and turns to it that I actually can't get into here, but it really complicates the DFEH's lawsuit. One thing I'm wondering, though, is who at Activision Blizzard is leveraging their relationship with Governor Newsom. I would think that it would have to be Bobby Kotick personally, but that's just pure speculation, and we won't find out unless Wiper actually files that claim. With the ongoing pandemic, some gaming studios have made the decision to try and force staff back into million-dollar office buildings and long commutes, like Activision Blizzard and Riot Games, who both recently botched their transition back to quote-unquote normal. In contrast, the first studio to come out in favor of supporting remote work entirely has been Sony's Bungie. Sony's Bungie, that's still kind of weird to say. In a tweet yesterday, Bungie said, quote, Bungie is going digital first. Most current and future roles will be fully remote eligible in these states and more coming soon. Along with this post, Bungie also included a map of the lower 48 highlighting Washington, California, Oregon, Illinois, Florida, North Carolina, and Texas as the remote eligible states. The problem I see with this map is that most of the highlighted states have either an inflated cost of living or states that I wouldn't even want to visit, much less live in. Looking at you, Texas, South Carolina, and Florida. So hopefully Bungie is a little more flexible than they appear and allow people to live where they want and also can't afford. Plus, looking at most of the positions that Bungie is looking for, only a handful of jobs can be located anywhere in the United States, with most of the anywhere jobs being contract work. Overall, while this is a great transition to make for most of their staff, I feel that Bungie could be doing more to increase the eligible locations for remote work. In a recent IGN interview with Final Fantasy creator Hironobu Sakaguchi, Sakaguchi revealed his love for MMORPGs, and what eventually led to the creation of Square Enix's first MMORPG, Final Fantasy XI. Sakaguchi told IGN, quote, "...my first MMORPG was EverQuest. I got absolutely addicted to it and forced a dozen or so Squaresoft staff members at the time to play as well, telling them it was required knowledge." Incredibly, most of them got hooked too, which led to Final Fantasy XI. Actually, some of the staff never made it back to the real world which is probably why Final Fantasy XI had a prompt before the game booted, telling players not to forget about their work, school, or loved ones. To be fair, a lot of us old-school MMO players did exactly that when we got sucked into these MMO worlds. Sakaguchi commented on his fears of playing Final Fantasy XIV, saying, quote, "...part of why I'd never played Final Fantasy XIV is because I've always liked MMORPGs, and just like I feared, I got addicted to it once I started." Sakaguchi was also candid about his involvement, or lack thereof, with Final Fantasy XIV, with producer Naoki Yoshida asking Sakaguchi how much he could change the Final Fantasy series. Sakaguchi replied with, quote, "...Final Fantasy XIV belongs to you. I don't intend on meddling in any way. It's yours, so do as you like with it." Seems like that really resonated with Yoshida to some degree, and he said he'd really go for it in that case. Sakaguchi continues to give Final Fantasy props by saying, quote, I'm having so much fun with Final Fantasy XIV that I don't want to get involved in its production. I wouldn't want to learn any of the inside information either. I really shouldn't be getting this obsessed with a game, should I? I have work I need to do. And that has been the plight of every MMORPG player for decades now, finding that sweet spot of balance of work, social life, and your MMO life. While I don't have time to go over the entire interview, it's an incredibly interesting read and I highly recommend it. For those of you interested in delving deeper into Sakaguchi's interview with IGN, a link will be in today's show description. Alright, that's going to do it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at Twitch.tv/limitbreakradio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening.